God is the only way and the truth. This is the Kilroy Williams Show. Welcome to the Kilroy Williams Show. I'm Kilroy Williams, and today we have three very special guests today. We are in Kansas on a vacation with our best friends, my wife and I, and today we're going to be talking about uh, one of the things that my friend Eric, he works for a security company, and he's going to tell us about what he's experienced with uh, ghosts at some uh, location that he worked here in Kansas. Along with his wife, uh, Cheryl, she'll also be sharing with us uh, her experience, maybe with that, with Eric, what he brought home about his adventure with that, and as well uh, with uh, homeschool and how that's working out. And she'll share that, uh, that with everyone who's maybe interested in having their child in homeschool. So also we have my wife, Laura. She's just going to be here being a sidekick. <laughs> Now, she's going to be pointing out some things about preschool as well, as, uh, which is a seed plant for kids learning as well. So welcome, everyone. Eric? Thank you. Glad to have you here. Cheryl, glad to have you. Laura? So, Eric, tell us about your job and what you do. So I work for a security company where we provide security officers for class A, class B, class C uh, type buildings and we provide security for different uh, type of clients and one of the, the uh, type of clients that we've dealt with and uh, this is actually still a contract that we uh, carry is an old military hospital. So there's a lot of times at night um, where you know the building is closed down we have a security officer that's there and they're walking around doing patrols and they have had some experiences uh, myself i've had plenty of experiences over there and uh, i know that's uh, a reason why we're here to talk to you today so when you're ready go ahead and shoot with any questions and i'll see if i can answer correctly for you all right all right so um Tell us about an event that you went through uh, experiencing uh, working at that facility. Um, I think yesterday, well, we talked to one of your co-workers there in, uh, on the phone, and he was sharing some of the stuff that he heard as well. And it usually happens like at night. Can you share your experiences? So one of my most memorable experiences I had was it was about 3 o'clock in the morning. I was sitting watching cameras on the interior of the building. Uh, all the lights were off. Building was closed. I'm the only one in the building. I was in between my patrols and decided I was going to get up and go out and have a cigarette. 
So I walk around the uh, front desk where we were sitting at, and the front doors of the building were right there, and that's where you'd usually go out and have a cigarette. So I reached the doors. It was probably about three foot away from the desk where I had been sitting. I put my hand on the door to open the door, and I sneezed. Well, when I sneezed, there was a woman's voice very clearly behind me said, oh, my, bless you. Oh, man. Yeah, it was pretty scary. I actually went outside and called my wife and uh, talked to her about the situation, and it took me about a half a pack of cigarettes to get back in the building. <laughs> oh, man. So, um, And then you say that you saw some visual stuff, too? Yeah, so I had for a couple of years tried to convince the client that there were ghosts in this building, and you know there were stories. I mean, some of the clients would come up and they would tell stories of things they had experienced, just little things. Um, and I I tried to tell the client, hey, look, these are the things that I've been going through. You know, it worked out to be able to show him proof. So I came in in the morning, and there was somebody sitting at the desk, one of the other officers, and he points up at the screen, the, the video screen, and he says, hey, um, is that normal? So I look up, and in the bottom left corner of the screen, it shows an area that we have. It's a stairwell, and you can see this mist actually coming out of the wall, um, and you know there was no heating uh, ducks in that area there was nothing that could make that that smoke kind of hovered around a little bit and then it turned into a ball of light and kind of circled around a little uh, you know just kind of wandered around in the little area in the uh, stairwell and then all of a sudden you know it just stopped and it turned into a full person a full apparition you could actually see the head the shoulders the arms the legs it was a full person um and then they walked around for a minute and stepped up the stairs you could actually see the, the legs taking steps going up the stairs and then it disappeared wow yeah we played that video back for the client and uh, the client says okay i believe you now wow so um, darn near every uh, individual that worked in that building that came in that morning, they seen us, you know, looking mm -hmm. at the cameras and everybody's making a big deal. We had probably 50 people out there by the time the client walked in and they had all, I had played the video back again for them over and over again. It was pretty amazing. And how old is this building? Um, it was built in the 1940s. Uh, it's an old Air Force uh, military hospital. So it's probably uh, Civil War. I mean, so World War II uh, uh, soldiers or something. Yeah. That's a, yeah. Yep, I would guess that. Yeah. And did you say that you hear also uh, what the uh, high heels, like a lady walking around? Yeah, there's. Uh, you know, that's a big one. A lot of the officers that are there at night, they tell me that they'll hear a lady walking around in high heels. Um, it's pretty pronounced. You can tell it's somebody walking around in high heels. Um, in certain areas, you can hear a woman laughing maniacally. Uh, it's not a very good laugh. Um, and then in other areas of the building, actually, the old birthing wing, uh, you can hear babies crying sometimes. Whoa. Do babies sound like just regular baby crying? Do they sound like they're hurting? or? 
Um, it's just a regular baby cry. Mm. Well, so Cheryl, um, when he comes home and tells you this the first time, what, what, what was your, what did you think? Did you think he was just working too long? <laughs> um, he was really excited about it, but um, I told him he should leave him alone. <laughs> Why stir him up? Um, he got more and more curious and decided to search out ghosts and try to find the meaning behind it all. Yeah, um, I did get a little bit excited about it, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I watch a, a show uh, about ghost hunting, and, you know, I always thought that that show was pretty cool. Right. So um, I thought, well, I'm going to download some apps on my phone, and I'm going to go listen for some ghosts. I'm going to see if I can start communicating with them. And, you know, I just wanted to see if they had something to say, you know, and, and I'd listen to them, you know. And... Now you, now, you were telling me about one. You had, like, a little conversation. Can oh, yeah. you share that with us? Sure. Um, so me and another individual I won't name, this was a friend of mine um, that had actually worked in the building, and we decided that, that we were going to uh, do an EVP session off my phone, electronic voice phenomenon. Um, and so we sat in this back room, we closed the door, and started asking questions. Um, you know, who are you? Is there something that you want to say to us? You know, how did you die? Things like that. Um, and I wasn't getting anything. I mean, it was just white noise. Um, you know, no response for any of my questions. And then, you know, just as I started getting a little uh, bored with what was going on, you know, okay, yeah. there's no ghost. I'm not going to find anything. Um, a man's voice came across very clearly and excitedly and said, hi. Ooh. And, you know, I kind of stopped. And I'm like, okay, well, I heard you. You know, what do you got to say? And I started asking more questions. And, I mean, I couldn't get that voice to answer again. And I thought, okay, that was just an anomaly. So I'm deciding to, you know, at this point, I'm done. I'm going to go home. You know, I've, I've had my fun. So I asked one more question. I said, how many people are in here with us? Um, and that same voice came across and very eagerly told me that there were six Ooh. in the room with us. And you didn't hear from them, just him? Nope, just that voice. Well, I didn't stick around to try mm. to hear any other voices. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, I turned the uh, you know, the app off and ended up going home pretty quickly. Whoa, wow. And Cheryl, what did you think of that when he told you that, when he came home? I was getting really concerned, and after he kept telling me all these stories about all the sightings and the noises and everything. He wanted me to go to see him. And did you go? See them too? Oh, no. 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 No, she was pretty yeah. angry, actually, when uh, I tried to. You don't want to support your husband in that? No. <laughs> <laughs> I want to support him yeah. coming home. Yeah, right. You know, and, uh, I've heard, too, if you take objects from those places, it they'll follow you as well. I guess there, there's really no objects for you to take, um, right? I brought a pen home once. I'm oh. sorry, sweetheart. <laughs> explains a lot. Yeah, right. Well, uh. Tell them about the orbs. Oh, there were yeah. orbs. Yeah, I went down in the um, in the morgue, the old morgue, and I was walking around. And I had another app where it just you know records and it has the white noise in the background. Uh, so I was walking around recording and wasn't seeing anything. And I got to this one area um, where they had washed the corpses. Mm -hmm. and The shower and everything was there. 
and I walk in that little room and there's orbs all over in that room just floating around um well I wouldn't even say floating they were just I mean they're going pretty quickly um so I stood there asked some questions and uh didn't get anything but I'm seeing the orbs so I was getting ready to leave the room and all of a sudden out of the corner of my right eye I see an orb come in the entrance to the room because there's only one entrance it comes in the entrance of the room and you hear a woman's voice over the the white noise that says what the hell are you doing Ooh. and then that orb that same orb came in and came straight at me and went into me you could actually see it go into did my you feel chest. anything i didn't feel anything but um I, I was a little bit shaken um so i stood there for a minute and you know the orb came back out and zipped out of the room well, I ended up getting home, and that night I ended up getting real sick, and I stayed in bed for probably a good day and a half. Uh, my muscles were aching. They were sore. I mean, I, I felt like I had the flu. I felt like somebody had beat me up. So you think it had something to do with that orb that touched you? I do. Ooh. Yep. And that just lasted a day? It was about a day and a half. Oh. Yep. Wow. And he told me, I don't really want to tell you this because I know you're going to be upset. And then he told me the story about the orb. And I said, that's nothing to play with. Let's hope it didn't follow you home, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well. and then he tells me it went inside of him. Mm. Were you afraid his head was going to spin around his head? Like, well, that's normal. So. Oh, that's normal. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's normal. Not a big deal. Uh. <laughs> great husband and wife team <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome so um we talked to one of your friends last night and he kind of shared the same thing um when he heard the woman was it like the evil laugh mm-hmm. and that just happened again recently i think right it actually happens quite a bit yeah yep. wow and it usually only happens at night correct yeah, and the uh, the building owner actually wants to go green as much as possible, so at night we have to have the lights off, and we use a flashlight to walk around in that building. No kidding. All the lights are off. They do not let you keep the lights on. You don't turn them back on until 6 a.m. for everybody to start coming in the building. Wow. So, Ooh. yeah. And you do or do not share that information with new hires when they come on? Oh, no. <laughs> Absolutely not. Nope. Um, we won't share it with anybody, but, you know, we don't have to. Yeah. You know, there's been plenty of instances where I'll give you a good instance. We had hired somebody. We didn't tell them anything about this. We didn't want them scared away. And the next morning I walked in to relieve her, you know, and this was, I mean, you know, this was her third day, but two days are training with somebody else. So it's not as scary. Mm-hmm. The third day she was by herself. So um, I came in in the morning to relieve her, and she was sitting there, and she, I mean, she looked like, and literally looked like she had seen a ghost. Mm. So, you know, she looked sick, and I asked her, well, what's going on? Are you okay? And she says, yeah, I'm going to go home, and I'm not coming back. And I said, well, what do you mean? What happened? And she says, well, I was sitting there watching the cameras about four hours ago, and she says, I seen three very dark figures on the back dock of the building, walk down the dock, take a left and walk inside the building. And it went into an area where we had to do patrols. 
we actually had to go scan a button to prove to the client that we were actually doing our controls. And uh, I said, well, what did you do? And she says, well, I didn't do any patrols, that's for sure. (laughs) No, you have a good day. (laughs) And got up and left. Oh, man. Never came back. Whoa. Yeah, I see that. why you would not tell someone right away. (laughs) Yep, absolutely. Yeah, we... We, you know, we don't want to plant anything in their head, sure. you know, so they actually, I mean, you know, there's the power of suggestion. So there, there's enough natural noises happening in that old building. We don't need them scared of things that really aren't there. Right. So, and, you know, the way that we figure is, you know, I've heard stories from people saying I've seen ghosts. I've heard stories from other people saying, you know, I'm 50 years old. I've never seen a ghost. They don't exist. So it's kind of weird to hire somebody and for that individual sitting there thinking, you know, okay, this is going to be my boss. And then the boss says, by the way, I want to tell you about the ghosts, you know, and yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm sure they would say, (laughs) well, let me try to get a better job with more pay, Uh, you know? Yeah. That that reminds me of one time when I I worked, applied for a manager job at a hotel or apartment complex. And they said, uh, the first thing they said to me, like, you don't mind working with gangs, do you? <laughs> and I'm like, uh, okay, that's not sure. A, I'm not, yeah, I'm not. No, no, thank you. Right. So at least they asked me, and I didn't have to find out later. <laughs> oh, jeez, something else. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's 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 pretty interesting. So the, so that's the only place that that you guys have. That's pretty much no other uh, no no other building, no other sites or anything. No, there's a couple sites out there that the. The officers will say, you know, hey, when we're doing patrols, we get a creepy feeling in this area. And these are older buildings. Um, but, I mean, they don't really say, oh, yeah, we've seen anything. It's just a feeling. Yeah. So it could be the same feeling that you had when you were five years old laying in bed in the dark. Oh, my gosh, there's something in here. I can't see it, but I got that feeling. There never really was. Just like the nighttime you know? jitters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I believe that that's what it is. But this is the only building we know for a fact that, you know, there's some unnatural or supernatural things going on in there. Wow. Well, I personally, this is just my personal opinion. I think I shared that with you. I don't believe in ghosts. I, I believe in demons. And me, I just think they're demons. What's your opinion? What do you believe? You just believe in the ghosts or do you think that they're demons pretending to be those individuals? You know, the Bible says that a demon can take any form and can sound like anything just to fool you. Yeah. You know, so while I was there, when I heard the woman's voice, the voice to me didn't sound evil. Yeah. You know, so I didn't think of demon right away. I'm like, yeah. oh, geez, that's a lost yeah, soul that's true. of a that, young lady. Right. And, and, it, and it also says, too, that uh, Satan himself can be like a beautiful angel if he wants to. Right. Wow. So, I mean, I you know, I... If it is a, a ghost per se, you know, one of these things that we see on, see on these TV shows or on these movies, you know, and it's a tortured soul or a lost soul just, you know, can't find the light to get to heaven. You right. know, I don't want to sit there and say this is an evil thing if it's not. Right. Um, you know, to me, that just doesn't seem right. It doesn't give that individual the respect they deserve, you know, after, you know, going through a life and, and passing away. I wouldn't really want to call it a demon, but, you know, again, I just don't know. Don't know. You know the yeah. Bible Good tells point. you. Yeah, that's right. Good point. Good point. Wow. Well, thank you for sharing that. I really, that is, 
very very interesting and i'm Absolutely. sure i'm sure you, you you will you'll give me a call and let me know if you have any other stories oh sure yeah i'll call you while i'm there <laughs> yeah yeah put her put put them put them on the speaker right <laughs> let them talk to me all right well, we're going to take a break when we come back we're going to uh, talk to cheryl your wife and she and and my wife laura uh cheryl is um has her son adam uh, who's about nine foot two <laughs> And no, he homeschools. Yeah, pretty close. He he homeschools, and she's going to share with everybody about homeschooling and how it can help uh, uh, people uh, with their children if they decide to do that. Okay, so chatting with friends here, everybody. We'll be right back. Back to the Kilroy, Kil, oh, Kilroy Williams show. I'm Kilroy Williams, and I'm here chatting with some friends. We're in Kansas, and I don't remember the name of the town, guys. Sorry. Tell me what the name of the town is. Should we keep it as a surprise? Just... <laughs> We're in Eudora, Kansas. Eudora. Yeah, that's it. Having a wonderful time with friends. We need to laugh. We've been laughing all weekend. It's been real fun. So I'm um, with uh, Eric and Cheryl Smith. And um, with my wife, Laura, she'll be here talking soon. And Eric shared earlier with his experience with his job uh, as far as uh, with insecurity with the company. And he shared some supernatural experiences there. It's kind of cool with ghosts and things like that. It's always be kind of fun to talk about that because we all need to have fun because uh, what's going on now is not a good thing. So we're going to put that aside and <laughs> leave it at that. So, Cheryl. Um, what are you, how do you think it is like, uh, for homeschooling for kids? What's been your experience? What do you think about it? And, um, when, how long, how long has Adam been in school, in homeschool? I believe it was towards the end of the seventh grade and the school made it mandatory for all students to be homeschooled or virtually schooled for the rest of the school year and so we did that that was something that we wanted to look into on our own so it really worked out the best scenario we found out that he did way better being schooled at home he learned easier it was just um, the right choice for us maybe it's not for everybody but it was the right one for us for our son awesome and you say he's doing really well right he is He's in the ninth grade now. Of course, the studies are a little bit harder, but he still has the convenience. Um, we don't have, uh, you know, a lot of the headaches uh, that you do with uh, the brick-and-mortar learning. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's good. That's really good. And is, um, what when he used to go to public school, right? Right. All all right. Up so, to do you? What do you see that's different about him when he first went to pub when he did public school compared to working at home? Well, he's really soft-hearted, and so um, 
makes friends easily and he makes good friends, but the school system isn't set up for the kids to really um, socialize that much. Mm-hmm. He wasn't into sports and still isn't, so he doesn't have that connection with other children. And um, if you don't mind me say? saying, I would say that the difference is is he's learning with love. I mean, his mom loves him. Um, you know, you've got to have that environment and know that you're loved and to be comfortable in that environment to learn. And, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, that's not just at home. That's at school, too. It should be that way. Right. Uh, you know, and his mom loves him, and he knows it. So, and he knows that she's there to to back him up and help him when he needs that help, and it's just a big difference. And you can see he's he's learning a lot better. And I'd have to say, you know, it's the best looking teacher he's ever had. All right, there you go. Yeah, and I bet he would agree as well, wouldn't you, Adam? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's shaking his head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it is the difference of that one on one. Yeah. Um, but of course, we still have all the resources, all of the teachers for um, you know anybody academically that you need to turn to. So. It's kind of the best of all worlds, I think. Right, right. And you can say Jesus and have prayers if you want. Oh, right. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I know. You have freedom of right. thinking independently instead of being. Right. Now, do you find the, 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 the things that he's studying is true? And I guess you, if I can explain this right, very truthful compared to what uh, the public schools are teaching our kids, like as far as like, is he learning like the real history compared to what the public schools are? Or you think it's about the same, or? I mean, it's textbooks mm-hmm. from. I mean, what is history really? Exactly. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. is it is history really what they're teaching? Is that our real history, or is right. it something else? That's true. You know? How do we so, really know? How do yeah. we really know? True. But, you know, I mean, I've even I've watched her teach Adam and you know even in history she's saying okay you know this is what the books are saying you know we don't really know we don't know what our history is this is what the books say this is what I'm going to teach you Um, but you know we don't have teachers in the public schools that are saying okay this is what the book says but this is what my experiences are Mm -hmm. you're not allowed to do that so you know she's able to share her past history experiences and see changes in the history books from the time she did history to now so you know yeah i i think that uh it's working out a lot better good but so far as you know like any likes for i just give history as an example it's none like what the public schools are doing now to hate america anything like that no i wouldn't say that's that's good that's good that's good but we didn't don't have to worry about vaccine mandates. Right. Yeah, masks. I was going to talk to you about that too. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. What do you, what do you guys think of that? I mean, that's just incredible. I mean, now they're starting uh, even even younger. They want to do even the younger babies now. Right. Um it's Well, he had to get a vaccine towards the end of 7th grade. Mm-hmm. And I told my husband, I'm nervous about getting him this vaccine. Mm-hmm. I mean, does he really need it? But the school said mm-hmm. he either gets the vaccine or he can't attend school. So what do you Was that do? one like, 
I call that would be, would that be like the real vaccine? Because this thing now they're calling like the vaccine. It's just, it wasn't tested for like five years. So, you know, I don't, that's what everybody's concerned about because they can't trust it, you know. Well, this is one of the children vaccines that they have to have. But, you know, that's all been expanded. Sure. The amount of shots they have to get now, I think. The doctor said it's they like, get shots more than our dogs and cats. Right, I think yeah. they said it was three times, you know. Yep. The amount of vaccines they used to have to get, so. Well. They've even expanded on that. Right. Laura, bring your opinion in on um, preschool. Um, what, what, what do you think? We'll ignore the echo, okay? Um, what, what do you think uh, as far as preschool? You think they're eventually going to make them do? Uh, get that v thing i don't know i mean they may at this point they're not but they eventually may okay i was just wondering because uh yeah, at, at this point no we're not i haven't heard anything but it they may that's pretty scary that's pretty scary they're doing it. They're doing it to our children. Gosh, we got to stop that. We need to stand up. Okay, so uh, that's that's great. So you've seen, like, positive results. Now, does Adam go to, or do they have, like, uh, socializing? Can they, for, with other uh, homeschool kids that he can connect with, do they do that, or? Well, the program that he's in is K-12. It's, it's Insight Learning. So it's. I guess you wouldn't say it's technically homeschooling. It's more virtually schooling. But they do have programs similar to what homeschooling has where you can get together with other students. Mm-hmm. They don't readily give out other children's information, but if you go through the proper channels, you can arrange a function with other kids in class. Um, they do also have virtual field trips, different things like that. But honestly, I don't know if it's just because he's in ninth grade now or, you know, he has so much homework. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's an all-day thing. I don't see how he'd be able to do it. Yeah, Eric was saying, like, he left for work, right? And then in the the morning and you come back and he's still doing it. Wow. Oh, yeah. But he's learned, I guarantee he's learning more than he would in the... Oh, yeah. It's I guarantee it. Yeah. Yeah. So does he have, like, a teacher that's live on on, on the, uh, on the on his computer, or is it just, like... Yeah, so sometime? for every class, they have, kind you know, kind of like a Zoom meeting kind of thing where they mm-hmm. direct the class on what needs to be done, and, you know, that's for, that's for every class. And then they have their homerooms mm-hmm. where you, the kids or the teachers or coaches uh, you know can talk to the actual teachers for each class and ask questions so i mean they really have everything you need and this is all the way up to 12th grade right right mm-hmm. and they have a program where they prepare you for college oh so you can learn a skill adam's really interested in um programming games Oh, like that IT type IT stuff. stuff, awesome. Yeah, and they have a whole program for that, so they're going to prepare him. He's now in an IT class, so. So he could do virtual college as well. 
he wanted to? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's really cool. Really cool. And it's free in the state of Kansas. Oh, wow. They provide the textbooks. No kidding. Materials. Um, That's usually well, unheard of. Um, this year, he said that he needed a computer. They sent him a computer. Of course, he has to return it. Sure, but still. Wow. And then a few days later, wow. we get a package and come to find out it's a printer to go with the computer. That's awesome. So, yeah. So um, you have like a part-time job, right, Cheryl? So you, you, so if you leave, he's still at home when he's, well, that's the advantage of him being older, yeah. right? So you don't have to worry about, you know, he's mature enough that, and you know, he's taken care of, mm-hmm. he's doing his things with the teacher. So that really, that helps you still, right? Because you could do other things while, sure. while he's doing his work. Yeah. It's not like you have to be hovering over him. Yeah. I imagine a younger child, that would be pretty hard. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You'd have to be right there. Yeah. Yeah. But so, see, I can go in and check all of his grades. I can check and see if there's any mm-hmm. late work. I can see if he um, missed class. You mm-hmm. know, there's emails that go to him, but I get a copy of each email. Mm-hmm. So I so there's no snow days. <laughs> no. No know. snow days. <laughs> I don't know whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah. Well, there's <laughs> sometimes that I'll come home from work, and you know it's six o'clock at night, and they're calling me down to the office because I need to help with the homework. Oh. So, and then we're working on homework, all three of us, um, you know, right up until what eight, nine o'clock at night. So, but imagine if he had to get ready to go to school in the yeah. morning. So get up early enough for that. Take a school bus ride to school. You know, then then a sure. school bus ride home. I mean. It really is way more convenient to have them at home. That, yeah, that's... And with all the insert uncertainties, I mean... You know, and you're fortunate because a lot of states don't have a really good program, and parents nowadays need to work two to three jobs. Right. And, and they they would love to take their kid out of the public right. uh, school system and put them, you know... I call them government schools because that's what they are. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I, I think that that... That's that's too bad because you know it's 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 that's a big sacrifice and we all want to sacrifice for our kids so that's that's great that you guys were able to do that because that's that's a blessing. Yeah, it's just one of those things that happen. Right. You know. Right. Just all fell into place and it's working for us. Awesome, awesome. So Laura, we're going to take a step back with you. the preschool can you share with everyone in that you know how you know people think that um it's like daycare a lot of people and i'm not saying all they think like it's just a daycare you drop them off you guys babysit them um it's not like that nowadays right you go in there and there's actually courses and you teach the children so it's like planting a seed for them in the near future so that's really important isn't it
we have lesson plans, we have activities with them every day, we do music, we do art, we go outside, we have, we worry about social and physical development, emotional development, all that. Ready. And yours is a Christian one as well, right? Correct. Yeah. So you you guys like um, how do you bring uh, the Lord to the kids? Like what do you, what, what do you do with that? Um, well, just last week we talked about Noah's Ark, and we found a video about um, that was appropriate for the t- children at that age. So we showed the video and did songs. And of course, we had an act, a craft, a craft. Mm-hmm. so we bring that in to the curriculum. Okay. So, what, what what do you think when I say I just said? I mean, I, I'm not an expert like you, but I think it's planting a seed. And if I'm correct about that, can you tell us what exactly you think that means? Um, I think planting the seed means that that there are no love and not. Just um, emotionally, physically, academically ready for preschool, but they have to be loved. That's another part of it. They have to know that they have been loved, nurtured, safe, all that. It's not, you know, just academically. Right, right. Well, that's great. That's great to know. because uh, I think it's hard for parents when they have like a 12 to 15 hour day almost it seems like between the two of them working they can drop their kid off and they're trusted in your hands because we do hear horror stories about other daycares that aren't you know that type of good environment but thank goodness places like yours that they're they're that way um, oh, yeah. we love the children they will always be first Okay. They are the most yeah. important. Right, right. That's that's really a, a, a great, great, great thing. All right, well, thanks for sharing that. Um, Cheryl, um, would you like to add anything else that you think would be important for people to, um, for homeschool, that they, like, how can they find out in their, lo- in their, I know every state's different, but how did you find out about it? Maybe you can suggest people, on their state, if they want to start homeschooling, where can they find that information? Do you know? If they went on to k12.com, it will list other states and the programs that they have. Oh, okay. So the information is k- out there. K- k12.com. Okay. Right. Everyone remember that. Remember that. That's, that's great. Or you could contact your public school and find out. Will they really tell them? Will they really help them? <laughs> can we trust them? I don't know. I, can, I can we trust them? I think the public schools are all going to get turned into shopping malls. Oh, yeah. Let's think. hope so. Yeah. Let's hope so. Um, I mean. Got to pray for that. Pray. Uh, that's another story in a show in itself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. All right. Well, guys, thank you so much for coming on the show today and sharing um, your stories. Uh, I loved Eric's at first. They got us all f- excited for the Halloween season. <laughs> and 
Cheryl's you you, you uh, sharing your experience for homeschool for people that want to do the homeschool and Laura thank you for being a great preschool teacher planting the seeds for the kids out there so there's good things happening guys you just got to look for it ignore the lies <laughs> it's not true there's still good stuff out there still good stuff out there We've had a blast with our friends in Kansas. Thanks, guys, so much. We're going to go out and probably do another little campfire thing. I don't know. We're going to do something. Really, yeah, we're going to have fun tonight. So uh, thanks a lot for uh, for inviting us and having us here, and thanks for coming on the show, guys. Really appreciate it. Absolutely. Have a good one, everyone. Uh, till next time.